from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, Wednesday, August 26th. We've got a great show in store for you. Starting with 715, Father John Bartunek is going to be on. Uh, he received his BA in history from Stanford University in 1990. He has been uh, featured and was a spiritual director on uh, on set for Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. He has written and contributed to news commentary regarding religious issues on CNN, Fox News, and the BBC. Uh, currently resides in Michigan. And we're going to be talking about his new book today, 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple. Father John Bartunek coming up at about 7.15 today. It's Wednesday, so we'll have our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment with Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry uh, for Mercy College of Health Science. Today we're going to talk all things St. Augustine, the philosophy and theology of St. Augustine, and why it matters, the differences there, a little bit of the differences between him and uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, with, with St. Augustine's feast day coming up here on Friday, that's a big day and a big feast day for us Catholics. It's a big day for me personally, too, with our 10th anniversary, but that's a big, big day just in general, and uh, we're going to talk to him all about it. Bo Bonner coming up at about 7.45 today. Both of those segments I'm leaving some really good time for, but there's also some good news out of Rome. Pope Francis, to resume general audiences with the public, I'll give you the uh, information on when that's going to happen as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Selwell, your saint of the day, traffic from Jimmy. Here we go let's do it deacon tony valdez let's offer our day to almighty god god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love mary mother of jesus and the church pray for us amen amen mark amadeo now news and sports news and sports with mark amadeo hello sir well, good morning, John. Happy Hump Day Wednesday to you. And, boy, it's hard to believe that it'll be 10 years that you and your lovely bride, Teresa, were married coming this Friday. I did not realize how the time has flown. I know. I'm with you, man. Uh, 10 years. I, I could not believe it. So it's uh, continuing to, yeah, bring shock to my to my senses. I, I don't know. It, it's, what, 20 years for her, 10 years for me? Just double it? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. You can uh, you, you can accumulate. You can do the math like that, sure. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. Where are you off to now? You sound like you're on the road. I am not. Uh, oh. I think it's just our connection this morning, John. Okay. Uh, we, you know, we're we're having some uh, upgrades done today at uh, Iowa Catholic Radio with our internet provider. That's and, happening. Uh, fiber optics and stuff. So. It must be happening because uh, I know the delay is a little bit uh, longer today than normal. Indeed, it is. And so, but uh, hey, congratulations to you! And by the way, get those swings in. Your uh, the uh, Catholic Charities Golf Outing is this Monday, John. And uh, folks are wondering. And uh, I've I've got a little side uh, chart going for some side bets on uh, 
on how many people you're going to knock around with your uh, longest drive or shortest drive or, you know, hacks. I'll whatever. use those. I'll use those wiffle balls so they won't hurt as much. That'd be great. Uh, I got uh, Coach Wilson at Dowling is going to let us borrow about eight helmets, so <laughs> that'll be that'll protect your foursome and then the other ones around you. So that that should be enough. I may get more after. We'll have to see. Well, if he offers lessons, I'd rather take those. <laughs> I understand the guy that's giving you lessons, John, say, hey, you might want to take up, uh, what is that, uh, what's what's that goofy sport my brother likes? Uh, oh, yeah, it's on ice, you're, you're on ice. Uh, oh, curling. Yeah, curling. he said you might want to take up curling, your, your golf instructor. Is that is that true? No, I, you know what, I, I would do it. I'd, I've always thought it looked pretty fun. That's one thing we, we missed with the Olympics this year, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> well, at least some of us miss it. I, 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 some more than others. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. There you go. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have hazy skies, 71 degrees, a south wind at 6 miles per hour, and the humidity up there at 81%. Today we'll see mainly sunny skies. Hazy and breezy here in central Iowa, high of 94 degrees. Uh, southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 25 miles per hour at times. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of 73 degrees, and tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high of 93. And on football Friday and John and Teresa's anniversary, isolated showers are possible, highs in the lower 90s on Friday. The weekend looking much better, partly cloudy and cooler both Saturday and Sunday, highs in the lower 80s. Well, in the news on this Wednesday, morning. It will be a dangerous week to be without air conditioning here in central Iowa and some metro communities are making sure there's a safe place for people to cool down. Now the cities of Des Moines and Urbandale are operating cooling centers in Des Moines, the Central Public Library on Grand Avenue in downtown Des Moines and the East Side Public Library on Hubble Avenue. Hubble Avenue will be open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. today through this Friday. Face masks are required uh, in Urbandale, the Urbandale Public Library on 86th Street, just south of Douglas. will be open from 11 o'clock to 6 today through Friday. Masks must be worn. If you don't have one, a mask will be provided. Social distancing guidelines must also be followed. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, uh, the season opener for the Dowling Volleyball Team, and the Maroons uh, went 1-1 one one last night at a triangular meet that was held at Ankeny Centennial, uh, Dowling uh, losing to uh, Ankeny Centennial by uh, by two matches to one, while the Maroons uh, defeated Gilbert two to nothing. Uh, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard in the uh, interleague play, some of the Midwest teams involved, Detroit de- defeated the Chicago Cubs seven to one in Detroit, while the White Sox with a no-hitter, down Pittsburgh 4-0 in Chicago. In the uh, National League, Milwaukee down Cincinnati 3-2, and in the American League, Kansas City down St. Louis uh, 5-4, to while Cleveland down Minnesota 4-2. to Today it's boys golf. Uh, Dowling will be at the 11-team invitational going on at Jester Park this morning at 9 o'clock in Granger as uh, the golfers tee off there. And we're just a couple days away from the start of the high school football season here on Iowa Catholic Radio for the 44th consecutive year. Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football the Maroons are the seven-time defending champs. The opening night is this Friday night, August 28th. Number two, Dowling. They come in number two ranked in the preseason at Indianola. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. And we'll be uh, broadcasting from Indianola Football Stadium right across from their high school and behind their middle school. So join us for the call this Friday night here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have hazy skies, 71 degrees, a south wind at 6 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 81%. Today we will see mainly sunny skies, hazy conditions, and breezy, a high of 94 degrees with southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident-free and lots of construction. Uh, No major delays right now, but uh, just be aware as you are out and about today for reduced lanes, road closures. Just follow the post detour signs and use caution. Thanks to Buildican Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Buildican has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Did I hear you mention something, Jimmy, about a drive through haunted house? Oh, yeah, I was reading about that the other day. So, Is this uh, in Des Moines? Uh, I haven't heard that there's one in Des Moines, but, you know, all these things that are closing and different stuff, but they have now drive-through haunted houses okay. that are going to pop up during Halloween. That seems very interesting to me. We will have to keep an eye out, though, if we have those around uh, Des Moines or Central Iowa, because that might actually be kind of fun. Are you a haunted house guy? I, I am a haunted really? house guy. Yes, I am. No, I don't go near those things. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't go near them. My wife doesn't go near them either. No, I, no, no, no. I, I have a hard time with the setup they have at hy V. You know, they set that up with the chips and stuff. I don't even right. want to go in and get the chips. I go to the chip aisle. I was actually in one one time. Uh, I was working at a radio station. Of course, they gave me passes to go through to check it out so we can talk about it on the air. And there was a lady in front of me that had, like, like I mean, we're talking, like, spike heels on or whatever. Yeah. And you had to crawl through... And they actually, you were on like plexiglass, so there oh was something goodness. underneath you. Oh. Something jumped. This lady completely oh, no. freaked, flipped around, kicked me in my face. <laughs> I'm like, ow. <laughs> my glasses went flying. Yeah, so much for the haunted house there, huh? Man. All right, drive through haunted houses. Jimmy will keep you updated, everyone, just in case. You... Maybe we'll start our own, John. We that, need to make yeah, some money. I guess. We, I we, need, go we need some side hustles here. We're in radio. I'll stay uh, 30 feet back. How about that? <laughs> Oh, all right. Hey, good news coming out of Rome here. The um, members of the public will be able to attend Pope Francis's general audiences again beginning September 2nd. So next week, after an almost six-month absence due to the coronavirus crisis, the prefecture of the papal household announced uh, just the other day that the Pope's general audiences next Wednesday well, would take place next Wednesday, would take place with the presence of the faithful. It said that audiences would be held in the San Damaso uh, ca- uh, courtyard of the um, Apostolic Palace throughout September, following advice from authorities seeking to restrict the spread of coronavirus. General audiences are usually held in either St. Peter's Square or Pope Paul VI uh, Audience Hall. I have actually been to both uh, of those, and uh, I like the ones in the square a little bit better. Because uh, you get you get a lot closer to them in the hall. It's you know like a uh, you know like a big um, theater style, and you know in the when, when you're in the when you're at the uh, in St. Peter's Square, excuse me, uh, he rides around. You know the Pope won't be all about 
five times and stops once in a while, and you're you're right there on the edge. If you get there early enough, you're right there on the edge. So it's a pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, general audiences uh, are going to be opening back up. That's good news coming out of Rome. Uh, of course, they're going to take the necessary precautions and everything. But um, oh, I was relieved to see that. I don't know about you. Good stuff. Yeah, hey, I'm going to try to get a cardinal on the show. What do you think about that? Uh, a cardinal. Oh. Huh? Yeah, get a... <laughs> Deacon Tony says get a Chicago Cub, not a Cardinal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Cardinal of the Catholic Church, Cardinal Anders Arborelius. Uh He wrote a book called Carmelite Spirituality, and I've been reading a lot about it. I want to read this book, and I'm going to read this book uh, when I get my hands on one, but I'm going to see what I can do. This is just a side note because um, he talks a lot about St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, of course, but Carmelite Spirituality, the simplicity of finding God in the everyday is what he's talking about here and uh, something all of us, I think, would do well, better at to do. So uh, I'm going to try to work on that. Don't say it can't happen, because then I work harder. Father John Bartunek coming up right after this. Uh, his new book, 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple Commentary. He has contributed lots of commentary regarding religious issues on CNN, Fox News, and the BBC. Father Bartunek next. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Wednesday. Thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction, well, that comes first. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services for 20 years, golden rule. One thing that I find interesting about them is their technicians are trained in their in-home training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. 
This is Dr. Ray Gurendi from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better, it's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen, and then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. No man is an island we can be found. No man is an island that you've gone down. Thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Dean, good friend of mine. Residential re-roofs like commercial jobs, 963-4494. He's there with his teams, and he's got a few of them out there going from house to house, making sure everything's done and done to completion and perfection. 963-4494, residential reverse. Boy, he's busy right now. 963-4494. Let's go to my next guest of the day. Contributed to news commentary regarding religious issues on CNN, Fox, and the BBC. Currently residing in Michigan and continuing his writings in apostolate at rcsspirituality.org. Father John Bartunek joins me. Hi, Father. Hey, good morning. Good morning. This book, 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple, it's, I don't even know if I'd call it a book, right? I mean, it's more like a retreat. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah. It's a it's a retreat in book form. It's meant to be a retreat that you can do uh, on your own, or even with a small group if you want, or even with your family. But the chapters are short. Each chapter has a clear message, and they build on each other. You got scripture quotations, and you have questions for going deeper in prayer. Yeah, it's it's really kind of a resource. It's not more a book you read straight through. It's a resource that you use in order to make a retreat to kind of deepen your own experience of being a missionary disciple. Yeah, 60 short chapters here. We hear the word disciple a lot, and I don't want it just to fall on deaf ears. I, I really want to get like kind of bare bones here, Father. What What is your definition of a disciple of the Lord Jesus? I would say a disciple of the Lord Jesus is someone who has spent so much time with the Lord that he has learned to live by hearing the Lord's voice. I mean, that's kind of what disciples were in the time of Christ. You found a teacher, you found someone who was wise, and you attached yourself to them, you traveled with them, you listened to them, you got to know them, you absorbed their way of seeing the world. That's what it meant to be a disciple. Like so being a disciple of Christ is that. Life is unsteady, yeah, you know, and you kind of, life, at least for me, a good picture of it is out in the boat with Peter and the other apostles, and uh, storms mm-hmm. sometimes come along, then there's peaceful waters, and then sometimes it's in between. Um, you know, you, you say we ride these waves with our Lord, and we do so with Him in the boat, not just not just outside. Yeah, exactly. And I think, what you know, when Jesus, the first 30 days of this retreat, of, of this book, have to deal with explaining what Jesus meant when he said, the first commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's what it means to be a disciple. Get my whole soul, my whole, every corner of my being, get it filled with God's grace, get it in tune with Jesus Christ and my friendship with him. What must we do to let God bring full spiritual maturity to our minds and emotions today? Well, that's what I talk about in this book. That's why, that's why I wrote it. I mean, there's some very practical things we can do. Uh, and the first thing I would say is we've, we've got to, you know, probably the biggest challenge for people who don't, is uh, for people who are, you know, well, today's world, the biggest challenge I would say is to, to make the commitment to carve out the time to be alone with the Lord every day. That's really hard. You know, life is so fast-paced. It's so noisy. 
uh, and we can even have a lot of good input. You know, I make it to mass here. I, I, I listen to some good radio shows. But if we're not carving out time to be alone with God every day, then it's really hard to develop and deepen in that real personal friendship. That's what that's one of the reasons I made the short chapters and kind of structured them so you can use you can use them for a time of prayer as well. I think that's the, that's the key thing. If we if you do that consistently for a extended period of time, you give the Holy Spirit space so that the Holy Spirit can really personalize the faith for you and you can begin to flourish. We're a pilgrim church. Uh, as Catholics, we realize um, that we're, we're not in this alone, that we're all in this together. Um, and so when one member of the uh, of the church is hurting, we're all hurting, as St. Paul talks about here. And you talk about, I mean, you really interweave the church and her teachings in this. This isn't a journey or a path or relationship with Jesus that we go on alone. This is one that we do as one holy Catholic and apostolic church, which is why you really feature a lot of teachings in here and really invite people to plug in there. Oh, yeah. Every, every chapter has a kind of the theme begins with a quotation from one of our recent holy popes, uh, you know, the few who have already been, who've been canonized. So you've got that, the official teaching of the Church, and then in the end of the chapter, when, when I offer some reflections that can help discussion, if you're doing it as a small group, or help your own prayer, I often bring in uh, the example of or maybe a, an experience from the life of a saint, one of our older brothers in the Church, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, and then the final prayer of each chapter is taken from our rich liturgical history. Because you're actually right, we journey together, and we're not meant to be lone rangers. You talk about the Holy Spirit in here. Uh, how do we become more conscious of the presence and action of the Holy Spirit in everyday life? That's a big question. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's a question of learning to recognize the Holy Spirit's voice, uh, how He speaks to you, to each one of us. Uh, and, you know, the the... The scriptures are pretty clear. The voice of God is like the sound of many waters, like the ocean. You know, it's always speaking. God is always speaking. So the more we get to know Jesus Christ, the more our minds and our hearts are put in tune with His own Spirit, the Spirit of the Holy the, the, the Spirit. So again, it goes back to a daily exercise of getting to know Jesus, what He's taught, how He lived. That's what kind of puts us on the wavelength. And then once we begin to hear it, we've got to courageously respond to what the Holy Spirit is saying with docility, with courage. And then the more we respond, the more we learn. It's kind of, it, it builds our, our own ability to hear his voice and respond. Because he is always speaking. He's yeah. always speaking. Do you recommend finding a spiritual director? Absolutely. I mean, here, I would say a spiritual director, someone that's a stable relationship with someone who, can, who you trust, you trust their wisdom, you trust their experience, and they can help you grow in your spiritual life. Here's, here's the thing I would say, though. I would say start, start out with just someone who you trust enough to be your prayer coach. Get yourself a coach for your prayer life. Start there. Because sometimes the, the concept of spiritual direction, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, it can make it seem as if you're putting the responsibility of your growth and holiness on someone else. Oh, you direct me spiritually. Oh, now I don't need to think about it anymore. You just tell me what to do. That's, that, that's a real danger I've seen. So think of it, start off with someone, I want someone, I trust them, they haven't, you know, they're, they're mature as a Christian. Hey, could you, could you coach me in my prayer life? And start there. And because prayer touches everything else. So if you find a good prayer coach, you're going to end up talking about the other sectors of your life, you know, where maybe God is, is nudging you to, to make a change or a decision. Uh, but yeah, definitely, that's part of what you were saying earlier, about we're meant to journey together. We're pilgrims, we're not meant to do this alone. How did you learn to pray? How did I learn to pray? I'd say, for me, the biggest jump in my prayer life 
happened when, when I finally said yes to my own calling to become a religious priest and a member of the Legionaries of Christ. And when I entered, we, we, get a, we have the privilege of a couple years, kind of almost monastic uh, life, where we, we spend about four, four and a half hours every day, different forms of prayer, uh, and we don't have anything else to do, just work and pray. Hmm. And that's when I, I kind of broke through and I kind of uh, I discovered, uh, yeah, I kind of felt like that's when prayer really became um, something something more real for me. That was a that was probably the best interesting question. No one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> <laughs> I know you um, you provided spiritual support uh, on the set of the Passion of the Christ. Um, what what was your role there? I started off just uh, kind of a friend of a friend invited me to, to visit the set when they were filming in Rome, uh, and then it was so interesting. They'd already been filming for for weeks, and you know when you if you're familiar with the with the movie, it's just Jesus Christ and setting the screen for you know two hours. So filming it, everyone's just staring at Jesus for 14 hours a day while they're working on this movie, uh, you know, the actor playing Jesus. And so whether the people working on the film were Christian or atheist or fallen away Catholics, if you're staring at Jesus for 12 hours a day, something's going to start happening. So I went on to the set just to visit. I had my collar on, and everybody wanted to talk to me. I said, Father, can I talk to you? Father, can I talk to you? Because things had started to stir up in their hearts, questions memories, uh, so that the fact of working on it made people want to, uh, to know more. And so, so then I, I kind of just started giving support spiritually to the people working on the film. Um, and then, you know, had, because of that, I had the opportunity to write a book kind of going through giving some insight, insights into that great work of art. Now, is that your best-selling book, The Better Part? Uh, no, the the better part is my best selling book. That's a book that's really meant to help you pray with the Gospels. Yeah. Uh, the first book, the book on the Passion of Christ, was uh, is called Inside the Passion. Wow. Uh, and that it sold well when it came out around the movie time. You know, and uh, it's still it's still available. So during uh, you know during Lent, people will get it and read it. You can use that as a group study too. Kind of watch the movie together discuss it together. Besides reading this book uh, and really going through this retreat here, um, finally, would you would you give or recommend to any listener here that really wants to learn the art of prayer and go deeper in their prayer life? And I think most people, I don't care who you are, you want to go deeper in your prayer life. What's a devotion that the Church offers us that uh, that you would say start there? I would say, I would, I would put, I'd put two on the table. One is uh, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm. Going to a place where our where our Lord is exposed in the Blessed Sacrament, they're, they're usually sacred places, and with where there's silence, where there's respect, where there's an atmosphere of prayer, uh, and you know the the kind of the momentum of many hours of many Catholics in adoration there with the angels around. Uh, so if you can find a place where they offer adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, or even if it's not the Blessed Sacrament is exposed, you go to a church which is open, not always easy to find these days, uh, and you go and, and you can be with our Lord in the tabernacle, just come to Him and be with Him in the Eucharist. Huge. That's huge. And it doesn't have to be for uh, three hours either. I mean, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe a lunch break or something short like that. Uh, the Lord the Lord will work on you. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to waste that time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the other one, maybe I would, you know, the... Uh, tried and true, every modern pope has, has encouraged the entire Church to pray the Rosary, yeah. the Blessed Rosary of Our Lady, uh, which is a, a little different form of prayer. It's not, you know, not everybody likes it, but it's a, it's another tried and true way of 
uh, kind of getting into that wavelength uh, of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, the book, 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple, Father John Bartunek. Thanks for writing the book, Father, and thanks for your time. No, thank you. Keep up the great work. All right, thank you. That's Father John Bartunek, everyone. Good stuff. 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple. SophiaInstitute.com, friends, is where you can find it. Uh, otherwise, you can go to Divine Treasures. They will have it there for you. And if they don't, they'll order it for you. 60 Days to Becoming a Missionary Disciple. Good stuff out of Father John Bartunek today. Uh, Friday, we celebrate St. Augustine's Feast Day. That's a big day in the life of the church, I'd say. And uh, tomorrow we celebrate his mother, St. Monica. We're going to talk to uh, Bo Bonner today about St. Augustine, his life, his teachings, his philosophy, and his theology. We're going to try to fit all of that in about 10 minutes. Whew. If anyone can do it, I know Bo can. Wednesday, August 26th. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Who's up next? There we go. Uh, thank you to Blessman International. Yes, you're on. Blessman International 2001, when they were formed, with their teams now of people that go to Limpopo, South Africa, to be able to serve. And that's really it. I mean, they want to show the love of Jesus Christ through serving in some of the most basic needs. I mean, helping them with shoes. Uh, helping them with school supplies. Helping them uh, bring clothes for the families that otherwise wouldn't be able to afford it. And, most important, a meal every day. Blessman International, thank you for underwriting the show and all you do for us here and, of course, worldwide. BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of filth. Even so, on the outside you appear righteous, but inside you are filled with hypocrisy and evildoing. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the memorials of the righteous, and you say, If we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have joined them in shedding the prophets' blood. Thus you bear witness against yourselves that you are the children of those who murdered the prophets. Now fill up what your ancestors measured out. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus continues his criticism of the scribes and Pharisees, seemingly trying to get them to understand that they would indeed have taken after their ancestors who persecuted God's prophets because they persecute him. His message to them is clear. What they really care about is superficial while disregarding what's most important, namely a right relationship with the Lord. We too are faced with such decisions, specifically how our external actions will or won't reflect the faith that resides within us. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. It's happening. The Christ Our Life Catholic Regional Conference returns September 26th and 27th. Attend in person at Wells Fargo Arena or live stream. Go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com for tickets and more information. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Second half hour, Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment, all coming up on the life, the legacy of St. Augustine. We'll talk about his mother, St. Monica, as well. There'd be no St. Augustine without her. And uh, also talk about the philosophy and theology that he contributed to the church. An early church father. Yes, when we talk about the early church fathers, St. Augustine is one of them. And uh, probably the most well-known, I would say. Yeah, definitely the most well-known. So that's coming up. I'm excited about that here in a few minutes. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Doni Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. Here is our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. And Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. You know, people tell me, friends, that that's the favorite part of the show right there. Uh, the morning offering, that they stop and they pray with us. And I always ask, I say, what else is your favorite part of the show? And they say, you know, Father Andrew's gospel and reflection is, uh, you know, that's always up there too. I say, anything I do on the show, you know, maybe? (laughs) Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. (laughs) You're probably third. I'm I'm just waiting on the... You're just begging this morning. (laughs) Uh, I love love Mark Amadeo. I love Deacon Deacon Tony. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) They have their priorities straight. I'll say that. They're right. They're right. There's no doubt about it. And who was this group that uh, told you this? Oh, I hear it all the time. It's 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 kind of funny. I will say though, um, Father Andrew's Gospel and Reflection that is by far one of the most. Uh, I mean, people love it, and he just does a great job with it. I know he puts a lot of good time into that, and it's just kind of a soothing moment that you can enter into Sacred Scripture every day. So I'm I'm so happy about that. Uh, now we have our carathon no coming up question. here, good sir. This is a this is a big deal. Yes, you sir. ready for it? Month away. I am. Uh, it's next month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, a month away. Uh, you're going to be you're going to be in town for that, right? Oh yeah, I'd be coming off the Christ Our Life conference, launched right into that big week here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and uh, we're already getting the word out. So I want you to do the same. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know listeners know this is a big one for us because uh, of everything that's happened. And you know, I know a lot of people are struggling in ministries mm-hmm. and everything, and you just put Iowa Catholic Radio right in there. But we're going to do it. We've got. Great listeners that support us and help us in tremendous ways. So I'm excited for it. No question about that. I'll be uh, plugging it during the uh, Dowling football games on those Friday nights before and during the uh, uh, Carathon at the end of September. So looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a lot of fun with that, and we need to raise some money. Uh, Keep the station going. Moving forward, John. 
that's one of the reasons we're able to bring football uh, to the to the uh, fans is because of you know these two weeks, uh, this first you know this fall one and then the the spring one. So, thank you in advance for your mm-hmm. generosity. Just every now and then, I'm I'm throwing it in there. I want to remind people to prayerfully consider supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, especially first time donors. We love our first time donors in. So good stuff. Absolutely. And of course, uh, you're, you're involved in the big event with Catholic Charities on Monday, the mm-hmm. big golf outing at Echo Valley this coming Monday, August 31st. 11 o'clock is when everybody tees off. Uh, John, they've given you a 7 o'clock tee time for some reason. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but it doesn't start till 11. Do you have yeah. uh, any knowledge about why that's happening? Well, I'll be, give me a headset. I'll be teeing off, I guess, while I do the show. But uh, there we go. <laughs> I can't wait. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'll let you know how I do the two. Yeah, there's the drive, folks. Yeah. He, he's on the first hole, and uh, Leonetti's drive is now on the 17th <laughs> fairway. Way okay. back. It's out of here. So that, that'll be, yeah, 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 it's out of here, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's halfway through Warren <laughs> County is where it went. But, uh, that'll be fun. Looking yeah, forward know. to the, the uh Bishop's Golf Outing with Catholic Charities. John, you're a big part of that. You're going to head up the Iowa Catholic Radio Force. And well, I hope you're not heading it up, but you're leading the crew. They were, they'll probably use one of your – I think the over-unders are going to use one, one and of and your half. balls. I, yeah. I have zero down. You have zero down. Okay. One and a half. Well, i got to make a putt. I have then. zero. I took zero. All right. That, that's not – I mean, that, that's, that's totally reasonable. Let me, just, let me just be clear on that. My uh, – my chances are pretty good. Yeah. I think. Well, I'll let you know. Zero. Don't you? Don't you worry. I'll count them up. All right. I fig- I figured as much. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have hazy skies, 71 degrees. The south wind at six miles per hour. The humidity up there at 81 percent. Today we will see mainly sunny skies here in central Iowa. Hazy conditions and a little bit breezy. And very warm temperatures, high of 94 degrees, southwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour, bringing that warm air up. We, should, we could see gusts up to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of 73 degrees, and then tomorrow, mostly sunny and warm, high of 93 degrees for your Thursday. And on football Friday, we do have a chance of isolated showers. It'll be a little bit cooler, uh, high of 92 degrees. The weekend will be cooler, partly cloudy and cooler all weekend, highs in the lower 80s, both Saturday and for Sunday. Well, in the news on this Monday, or on rather on this Wednesday morning, it'll be a dangerous week uh, to be without air conditioning here in central Iowa. And some metro communities are making sure there's a safe place for people to cool down. Now, the cities of Des Moines and Urbandale are operating cooling centers this week. In Des Moines, the Central Public Library on Grand Avenue in downtown Des Moines and the East Side Public Library on Hubble Avenue will be open from uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. today through Friday. Face masks are required and so Social distancing needs need to be maintained. In Urbandale, the Urbandale Public Library on 86th Street, just south of Douglas, will be open from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. today through Friday. Masks must be worn, and if you don't have one, a mask will be provided. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, it was the Dowling Catholic Girls Volleyball Team's season opener, and the Maroons uh, were uh, traveled to Ankeny Centennial for a triangular meet. Uh, number four Dowling uh, went one and one last night in the triangular at Ankeny Centennial High School. The Maroons 
Bruins defeated Gilbert by the score of two to nothing, and Dowling losing to eighth-ranked Ankeny Centennial by the score of two to one. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard in the mid some of the Midwest teams involved in interleague play: uh, Detroit down the Chicago Cubs seven to one. The White Sox defeated uh, Pittsburgh four nothing, and uh, Kansas City defeated the St. Louis Cardinals five to four. In the National League, Milwaukee down Cincinnati three to two, and in the American League, Cleveland down the Minnesota Twins four to two. Today it's boys high school golf. Dowling will be at the 11 team invitational being played at the Jester Park Golf Course in Granger. They will they will tee it up in about an hour at nine o'clock this morning. And we're just two days away from the opening day of the uh, high school football season uh, 40, for the 44th consecutive year. Dowling Catholic or Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic high school football. Dowling is a seven-time defending state champs, and the opening night is this Friday night, August 28th. Second-ranked Dowling at Indianola. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. We'll be broadcasting from Indianola Football Stadium at their middle school. Matt Mainring, John Chida will join me for the call all season long. And the complete Dowling football schedule is online at iowacatholicradio.com under the Dowling Catholic Sports On Air tab. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have hazy skies, 71 degrees, a south wind at 6 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 81%. Today it will be mainly sunny, hazy, and breezy, a high of 94 degrees with southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusting up to 25 miles per hour at times. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show, and coming up, we have Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free and still no major delays as we continue with that drive this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today we celebrate the martyrs of Chilano. Who were they? Well, there were three Christians martyred in the same area at roughly the same time. That's really all we know about them. Though it didn't stop writers and historians from giving them names later on and giving them family members as well. They died in 159 in a region in Italy. Soon after, people witnessed and they collected their bodies and their relics were interred under the main altar there in the San Giovanni Vecchio, the church there. That's it. That's what we know about them. Just three people, Christians, who were killed because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you, I, I really find this interesting. <laughs> I really do. Because here you don't find someone, you don't have names, you don't know really anything about their lives at all. But you know that their bodies were interred, their relics. People saw them give their lives for this. And maybe that's our story too. And maybe not, of course, martyred. But we bear witness no one may ever know, but this is what we do. This is what, as we talked about earlier, becoming a missionary disciple is all about. We ask today the three martyrs of Chilano. Pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day. Experience in wills and estate planning 
Easy to put this stuff off, but that's a mistake. Talking about our families here. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Bo Bonner coming up right after this. The life, the times, the legacy, the philosophy, the theology of St. Augustine coming up next. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Wednesday, August 26th. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Their support here at Iowa Catholic Radio is unwavering. They love their Catholic faith. They're a veteran Catholic family. The Pew family, yes, that's their names, Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design. Listeners for a long time here and serving families all across central Iowa for a long time with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com, your diocese and minute is right now. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, August 26th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Today is the last day seminarian Stan Ashes serves as an intern in the Diocese Communications Office. You've heard him on Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson, seen his stories in the Catholic Mirror, and watch Masses he helped live stream at St. Ambrose Cathedral. Thank you, Stan. We hope you and all our seminarians who had a hands-on ministry this summer have a great and safe return to school. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this Friday morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Diocesan Superintendent of Schools Donna Bishop and St. Pius X Principal Mary Jo Kiever about returning to the classrooms this fall in these times of COVID-19. They'll talk about the diocesan plan for safely social distancing, sanitation, and more. That's this Friday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Hi, I'm Deacon Mike Mano. And I'm Gina Knoll. Faith on Trial examines the influence of law and society on people of faith. Follow the Faith on Trial Facebook page for upcoming guests and issues. Join us every Thursday at 10 for Faith on Trial. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. It's a big week in the life of the church. We've got St. Monica tomorrow, the mother of St. Augustine, of whom we celebrate on Friday. And who better to bring on for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment to talk all things Augustine, Bo Bonner. Hello, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you? Doing fine. Now, you're an Aquinas guy. So, uh, you know, I, not to say you don't like and love uh, the work of Augustine, but uh, what made you kind of park yourself in the Aquinas seat rather than fully on board Augustinian here? Well, 
I think one of the nice things about uh, liking Thomas Aquinas is he himself was a big Augustinian, so uh, you get to, to really have a lot of what Augustine says in Thomas. I, I think people sometimes uh, don't realize that, um, I mean, Thomas almost, if not more, quotes Augustine more than, for instance, Aristotle, who hmm. Thomas is usually associated with. Sure. Um, but when it comes to, you know, certain divisions, it's probably true. You know, Augustine does take uh, philosophically more after Plato um, in certain ex- uh, important respects, like how the brain works, how knowledge works, and things like this. And I, I think Thomas uh, goes with Aristotle, and I usually agree with him in that sort of regard, but I do think, uh, you know, people like making their sort of teams and you have to choose your sides. I kind of think it's silly to do it with Plato and Aristotle, so I definitely think it's silly to do that with Augustine and Thomas because they agree on so much, and even when they don't agree, it's uh, it's illustrative to really read both sides and, and understand uh, where they're coming from. So, um, yeah, I, I, there's a book that was out a while ago called Thomas Aquinas, the Augustinian, and I think that hmm. it's important that people realize that no matter how much um, subsequent schools and subsequent people decide, well, we're Thomist or we're Augustinian, Thomas saw himself very much uh, at the feet of St. Augustine and so much. Wow. Um, give us a 60-second view, 30,000-foot uh, view, if you will, of St. Augustine's life. Uh, well, of uh, his life... He, you know, he grows up in um, Carthage. Uh, so this is like the, the the waning days of the Roman Empire, and you know he he's obviously brilliant out of the, the get go. He goes into school. He's incredibly smart. Um, people are trying to get him to you know go work for him. He's already a brilliant philosopher, um, but he is extremely wayward, especially compared to what his mom. Who, uh, what she had in mind for him uh, his entire life. She was a devout Christian. She was married to a pagan. But uh, the the hope, right, is that you know he would follow in her footsteps. Uh, but the sort of the glamour of the city, and um, you know, if you were a rhetorician back then, and even a philosopher, you could be popular. I know we can't imagine that twenty twenty because they're all dorks. But back then, they were you know they could be rock stars in a certain way. And so Augustine, in many ways, lives the high life in that regard uh, due to his intellectual prowess. Um, but he, he, he's restless. He can't, find, he can't find himself. He can't find joy in all of these philosophical positions that he's moving one from another to another. Eventually, he, 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 he takes up with this one group called the Manichaeans, which are essentially uh, dualists, right? There's mm-hmm. like the good principle and the bad principle, and he gets very involved with them, uh, climbs up the ranks of their party uh, very much so. He eventually starts reading Plato and then starts reading uh, Christians. And his mom has been praying for her. Um, his mom, Monica, has been praying for him her entire life. And as he says, because of her prayers and bitter tears, eventually he runs into St. Ambrose, uh, another one of the, the Latin patriarchs of the West, and eventually Ambrose, uh, intellectually, and his mom spiritually uh, convert St. Augustine. He gives up uh, his old ways. He had a concubine. He gave up his, you know, title and the money he was getting. And uh, he, he was going to, you know, try to go into the life of being sort of a hermit. Uh, and then by popular acclaim, basically, he was forced to become a priest and then a bishop, and then become became maybe one of the most important bishops and, and the entire Roman Empire at the time, living through the fall of Rome in 410, 
uh, talking about what those events mean, and then just his just the sheer amount of work that he point out really set up the philosophical and theological basis of uh, the Western Middle Ages. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we've dedicated now two weeks uh, of this segment to Augustine uh, leading up to his feast day here, talking about the city of God before uh, and his life here. Uh, we, we could do, you know, two years, uh, 20 years, even more on his life. What do you think is his greatest um, offering to the church? I mean, when, when you really boil it down. Well, I mean, I would hope his continued prayers, like I said, he's one of the four Latin patriarchs, and so the idea, like in the East and the West, that there are like four essential sort of, you know, the, the four pillars of the Church, uh, their continued intercession for us is really important. So, you know, Jerome, Ambrose, Augustine, St. Gregory the Great. Um, when you get into sort of intellectual contributions, which I think is one way to put at it, um, you know, there, I don't know, it's, it's extremely hard to think of it. He, he, he's... <laughs> He's so important in just war theory, for instance, in the understanding of how the church and state operates, but he's so important when it comes to how grace works. I mean, in many ways, people call him like the, you know, he's the doctor of grace. He cares about uh, how is it that our free will and sin and all of that work with original sin, but how is it that God saves us through his will? But then when it comes to uh, reading the Bible, his understanding of how uh, literal translation and the allegorical sense of the Bible, how we read the Old Testament in the New, and vice versa. Uh, those are three that I'm not going to choose between as uh, the, the most important, but all three of those, uh, we, we still are not a different church like we came up with a new idea because Augustine, but it wouldn't it'd be hard to understand what church history would be like without those three ideas from Augustine. What about philosophical contributions? Anything stand out to you? Well... You know, the idea of, you know, so his just war in many ways is sort of his political philosophy. He, he of course, brings in um, God and things like this, but his, his just war theory is, is a sort of philosophical outlook that sort of tries to mitigate what, what does war mean and what is it for. Um, but, like, when it comes to uh, epistemology, like his theory of knowledge, right, he, he has a, a sort of uh, platonic take on on how things work, divine illumination. God illuminates what we see, so that uh, it, it's not simply like we're just gathering facts and information, but we have to see them in the light of God, which is the light of good. But uh, you know, for me, what was transformational was reading. Uh, he has the book called On Christian Doctrine, but a lot of it is philosophy, where he sort of talks about the theory of signs and interpretation. So, for an ancient, he was very much ahead of the game on linguistic philosophy, why is it that things mean what they do, how do they shift meaning, how do words have more than one meaning, and like I said, uh, you know, he, he he was writing about these theories, which we don't necessarily agree with any of them per se, but he was bringing up topics that would eventually occupy minds, you know, just like a thousand years later. Uh, it, it's crazy how much foresight he had in that sort of philosophical arena. Yeah, I think that's it. Bo Bonner, everyone. Uh, what do you got coming up on your show today? We have another Bonner. His name's Dr. Michael Bonner. He's from Canada. He's a historian, and he's going to be talking about the last empire of Iran and uh, also revealing secrets about what it's like when you're a Bonner in Canada. So everybody <laughs> should listen. There you go. Uh, Bo Bonner, everyone, 10 o'clock this morning. They're all podcasted out, The Uncommon Good with Dr. Bud Marr. Talk to you soon, brother. 
God bless. All right, as we await the feast tomorrow of St. Monica and, of course, St. Augustine this Friday. More contributions on the way. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father come down upon all of us, protect us from evil, and bring us to his everlasting life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more To show them who you are So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to Underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.